0: The following is a presentation of the Beliep Sports Media Network. LeBron is showing his true colors yet again in the NBA playoffs, and a little extracurriculars kind of going on uh, with him falling down on the sidelines and missing a dunk. But uh, it's far funnier if you go and watch it for yourself. We've also got the NBA playoffs going on. We've got to talk about everything going on in the NBA playoffs because it's been a crazy one. Uh, this has been one of the craziest uh, semi, I guess, uh, semifinals to the the main the main uh, NBA championship. So it's been a lot of fun. We're going to have to talk about that and the NHL playoffs. There was a team that went into four overtimes and pulled out the victory. We're going to have to talk about that. And there's also some PGA, some golf going on. We love golf here, uh, but we're going to have to talk about who we think might be able to pull off the whole thing. And of course, as promised, we're going to bring up our softball World Series brackets and bring those to you, this and much more today on Rising to the Occasion. everybody and welcome back to another episode of rising to the occasion it is friday and i am fried today uh completely worn out but we're gonna get into a lot and i'm gonna make sure my brain works well enough to give you guys the best content i can i can possibly bring but before we do it's time to give a shout out to our favorites in skin care and that is caldera lab backed by a leading clinical trial where nine out of ten men experienced healthier and visibly improved skin caldera lab has the tools to unlock your best first impression and confidence as you aid you might notice some more fine lines, wrinkles, and signs of aging, but it's time to take control of your skin with Calder Lab. Today, we have an exclusive offer for our audience so that you can try for yourself why so many men trust Calder Lab for their skincare needs. Use code RISING2 at calderlab.com for 20% off. Their best products. We have all used Calder Lab on this show, and we all love it. We've got more products coming in the mail, uh, and trying to get our hands on more because they give us the best skincare we can possibly uh, we can possibly ask for. And so, you know, I've been noticing a big difference myself. My wife started noticing a difference, and of course, that's always a good thing. So, men, if you've got a lady in your life, you've got to take care of your skin. And if you don't have a lady in your life, guess what? You have to take care of your skin to get that lady into your life. It's incredibly important, not only that, but it's just better for you. Uh, It's just better to have healthy and good looking skin. I have used uh, the entire Regimen bundle. Uh, and then plus we've got the new bar of soap coming in the mail. It's an exfoliating soap. I'm very excited to get that. But you can try Caldera Lab for yourself. You can get 20% off with our code. That's RISING2. Or go to calderalabcom slash RISING2 to see their best products. But you can use that code RISING2 for 20% off. So again, that's 20% off at C-A-L-D-E-R-A-L-A-B.com by using code rising rising to take your your skincare to the next level with calder lab it's time for me to bring in my co-host for the evening i've got jeremy jeremy how you doing man i'm
1: doing pretty good then same with the calder lab i'm excited i just got the new bar of soap actually then i haven't been able to test it yeah i was going to shower last night but then i got really tired then i just didn't get to it but i know i got a three-hour drive ahead of me after the show and obviously i got the bar of soap in my uh my travel bag for our shower stuff and all that then i'm really excited to try it but um on a different topic last time i checked looks like i'm singing good old rocky top just because last time i looked we tried to get everybody to get the 50 likes and last time i looked we we're at 90 so apparently you guys want to hear me sing i say i'm not that great but everyone else says i'm good but i'm just really excited then just glad it's friday just ready for the weekend then possibly get some golf in this weekend
0: yeah it's, that's it was one of those things too where we were sitting here like i don't know how many likes should we expect and I'm like ah, let's go for 50 i don't i don't really pay attention to that too much yeah. uh, and so we were like ah, I'm, I'm sure we'll get 30 maybe something like that but you guys pulled out and not only do you get to hear uh, Jeremy saying Rocky Top but you're just helping us with all these likes and so we appreciate that we want you guys to keep on hitting that like button so if you're watching on YouTube right now make sure to subscribe and hit that like button you can comment down below if you're watching live right now go ahead and join us uh, in the chat let's get that chat rolling because we love it when we see those chats rolling in but you know what else we love to see We love to see good basketball. We love to see the NBA playoffs at full action. And we love to see a competitive nature among all players. And we also love to see those players trying their absolute hardest without crying and making excuses and flopping. That's probably my (laughs) least favorite part of the NBA. But yet we see... LeBron flopping. And I wanted to pull up the clip to play it on the show, but uh, like I said, it's, it's been a busy week. It's been a busy day for me, and we barely got on here in time to give you guys this episode. So uh, if you didn't see the game from, what was it, last night, right? Yep. Uh, so the Lakers go down 2-0 to the Denver Nuggets. We'll talk about the rest of that game in just a moment. But there was a couple of things from LeBron. We're talking about who is arguably the greatest player of all time. Mm-hmm. And He's out here not just missing dunks, but he's missing a dunk by completely losing it midair, which is just so unlike him. And I don't want to criticize him to make fun of him too much on that, but it doesn't seem like something... That, you know, a guy with the clutch gene, a guy who we expect to be out there performing his absolute best. Uh, I mean, it's just something that it's kind of sad to see. But it's also disappointing to see, uh, you know, from LeBron too, just completely missing the the dunk and, and dropping the ball in midair.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've seen LeBron with his wide variety of dunks that he's done when he gets a breakaway. I mean, obviously, whether it's a windmill or a 360 or whatever the situation be. But, I mean, this was... Something I completely wasn't expecting. <laughs> On a complete breakaway from LeBron, I'm thinking, man, it's a it's a glass in the back. We're gonna break this time. But then all of a sudden, you see the ball going to the crowd. I'm like, what the heck did you just do?
0: Yeah, I mean, it was it was hilarious in the moment. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for him having oh, yeah, to get the publicity that he's gonna get. But guess what? Don't play in the on the biggest stage if you don't want the most eyes seeing you and if the most eyes are seeing you guess what you're going to get made fun of when something like this happens and i'm not going to sit here and pretend like i could have performed anything close to that yeah i can barely reach the rim let alone being able to dunk the way that he did i don't even know if i could reach the rim anymore as unathletic as I am right now that's why we stick to golf (laughs) that's why we stick to golf and talking about other uh, athletes who are playing the sport but Mm -hmm. that was really funny but then the one that just really frustrates me is watching LeBron flop and I get it you you have to draw fouls But can you do it without flopping? Not only that, but the way he flopped—it was no, no. There should have been no foul called at all. Um, But then Jokic gets called with the foul, I believe it was, Mm. uh, and he flies into the bench. It looks like somebody's margarita gets spilled (laughs) all over him. (laughs) That was great. Um, So I mean, it was just—it was a game that if you missed it, you missed a lot of fun action. um, But then you also missed a lot of funny action going on. And Mm -hmm. LeBron, the way that he sits there and pouts—I mean. To be the greatest player of all time, can we make it a stipulation that you can't be a big crybaby every time that something doesn't go your way yeah. or drawing fouls in the wrong way? Cause like I said, you know, I, I don't care. Kyle Lowry he deserves the utmost respect for the way that he plays. I think he is one of the greatest at drawing fouls when it comes to charging. Right. He, he takes those charging calls like no other. But then it comes to LeBron, and this isn't the first time we've seen this. No. And that's why I bring it up is because LeBron flopping is the most dramatic thing next to Marcus Smart flopping midair. Oh, man. Um, but, I mean, it is the most dramatic thing that you can see in, in basketball. And it's just, it's sad. I mean, can we, can we just draw fouls the right way? Exactly. I mean, it's one thing
1: to take it the wrong way to draw a foul and make it seem completely blown out of proportion. But, like, once you're flopping like a swordfish jumping out of the sea while you're fishing, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, I mean, if you want an Oscar or a Grammy Award for flop of the year, I mean, we can make a whole category and just we can make it – Work for all you guys if we really want to. I mean, maybe we can reach out to the NBA about it if we really want to. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they can get back to us at least.
0: I don't know. It's it's sad. I mean, he de- he definitely is the greatest oh, of all time when it comes to flopping.
1: Exactly. There's um, probably so many montages on YouTube for <laughs> just flops from LeBron. It's probably nuts.
0: Yeah, but let's jump into that into the entirety of that game because yeah. uh, it was a fun one. Uh, I guess we didn't get to talk about the first game that happened with this yeah. this matchup. Uh, so I guess we can jump back to that first. Definitely, But, you know, we've we seen, and we we talked about this, we talked about how you and I actually picked the Lakers to win this. Yeah. And that's something that I didn't see coming. Uh, I said from the very get-go that I wasn't going to hop on the, the Lakers train. How everybody's just expecting the Lakers, just because they have LeBron, they expect the Lakers to come out here and do something unheard of. And I'm not hopping on that train. But LeBron and AD and the rest of the team, uh, because, let, let's be honest, I think Austin Reeves has been... He has earned his spot on that team 100%. Uh, and I know it's going to sound biased for me as an Oklahoma fan but go watch the tape yourself uh, He, I, I didn't expect him to do anything either uh, You know, when he was at Oklahoma he was a great player but I didn't really see him going into the league uh, I thought maybe he'd be more of a G League player but then for him to get a starting position on the Lakers uh, and showing up the way that he did, mm-hmm. um, he's another one of those, those players that I think you really have to mention of course Dennis Schroeder, Britton loves him and thinks he's better than Chris Paul which we won't get back into that topic <laughs> but uh, we, we expected more whenever we did come into this matchup, uh, and I guess we'd have to back up to Tuesday for the first matchup, and it just seemed like the Nuggets had control of that game the entire way through. Uh, they had a huge first half that really let them just be able to go on cruise control the second half mm-hmm. and lead themselves to a victory. They end up winning 132-126. to 126. Jeez, but I mean,
1: it's definitely... Going back to the first game, it was definitely something to watch at first. I mean, obviously, score wise was a lot different from the first game to the second game, but like in my opinion, it just didn't seem like the Lakers didn't look right. Like they would have a somewhat of a good defensive front, but when you push it towards the offensive and get a fast break, it seems like they just kind of like froze and broke down a little bit compared to the LeBron the making the simple. I shouldn't say simple. For us, it would be the most difficult thing we try and do. But for LeBron, he makes everything look easy. Just yeah. a simple pass to Anthony Davis or anybody else on the team Then put up numbers. But, I mean, just little itty-bitty things. They just they just couldn't get it to work. And it just, obviously, as you can tell from the scoreboard, they couldn't come out with a win, and now they're down 2-0 in the series.
0: Yeah, that one was, was upsetting for the Lakers, I'm sure. But it's on the road. But then yeah. you go to the, the second game, and, again, you're going to be on the road. First Absolutely. two games being yep. at Denver. And... I, like I said, I think LeBron losing the ball and flopping and landing out in the first row, I think that really tells a lot because I just didn't see any physicality coming no. from the Lakers. No. Uh, and that, that was just something here in game two that I expected to see more from them. Mm-hmm. I expected to see LeBron stepping up and making these big windmill dunks rather than dropping it or trying anything he can do to flop and drop a, drop, a foul uh That's not what I expected from the Lakers. I expected them taking control, them pushing, uh, you know, and and really letting Jokic get down low, let him, just get him in foul trouble, Mm -hmm. because that's the only way you're going to succeed. It's going to go through Jokic, so if you make him stay out on the perimeter and not be able to be physical down low, of course he's good out there, and he's going to be able to facilitate the ball, and we're not going to be able to stop that, but... We are going to be able to sit there and just push him out there and guard him out there rather than having to worry about him down low because he is basically 100% whenever he touches the paint.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. When you get Jokic down low in the paint, he's unstoppable. I mean, take it for granted, have a game for Jokic, but even look at Jamal Murray. Yes. I mean, he had a heck of a game for game number two. Then I can't remember his stats for game one, but just in the fourth quarter alone, I believe it was, correct me for him, I think 20 or I mean, I, might be even over 20 points just i think it might be
0: 30 he had six 37 yeah. on the total 37 then but, you know that's
1: just even looking at in the first three quarters i think he had what 13 yeah but i mean have a day man i mean right now the denver nuggets are definitely rolling on cruise control but i mean the lakers definitely have to do something like whether it's a simple little adjustment or completely throw throw a curveball on the entire script of the thing, but, I mean, they definitely need to start stepping up if they don't want to get swept here.
0: Yeah, I think the second game shows the Denver Nuggets Mm -hmm. mortality. Yeah, definitely. But... You know, and, and I think the biggest thing is their their bench really needs to step up. I don't think their bench had a ton of time. It looks like yeah. uh, Bruce Brown had the most time out of, with thirty seven minutes, mm-hmm. and he scored twelve points. Um, other than that, you get Green coming in for two points, but you don't have any other off off the bench. You're yeah. you're pretty much relying too much on that starting five. Definitely. Um, but Aaron Gordon only putting up ten points. You kind of need him to step up a little more and be a yeah. little more physical and 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 helping Jokic when Jokic can't be physical down low Mm -hmm. especially if he does get into foul trouble um so i think there are certain players that need to step up into their role Mm -hmm. uh i think uh, mpj michael porter jr he's one of them that we talked about as being a phenomenal player and he's really stepped up in this playoffs but he needs to step up in this series Mm -hmm. and have more the second game again showing their their mortality uh, he only had 16 points um so yeah like you said murray leading the team and the leading score with 37 points too and so that's that's definitely something you need more of from them oh, definitely. Um, and then outside of of him and jokic though you need everybody to really show up uh and then going over to the lakers like i said i just didn't see any phys- physicality uh, austin reeves Outstanding. Uh, he had 22 points along with LeBron James, also 22 points. Yeah. The two leading leading scores. Uh, and uh, I forget to how to say his name, Hachimara. He also had 20, 21 points. Yeah. So, uh, in just an amazing game from him, uh, 21 points for Hachimara. Yep. Uh, so, y- you've got some of these these key, these key players stepping up and making big, uh, you know, big games, games and and making a big impact, but. For the Lakers, like I said, I think we need to see more physicality, pushing the, the Nuggets around, uh, and and you need to expect that from them. You need to expect, you 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 need to understand who they're going to be running through. They're going to be running through Jokic, and you need to push him and make him get into some trouble so where he can't be physical, yeah. and you lead as the physical uh, physical team. I think that's the main thing that I'm seeing from the Lakers. That's just been lacking.
1: Yeah, definitely. No, go ahead. I mean, no, no you're good. Okay, go for like, it. Like, like, yeah, definitely. They're they obviously a show us that they've been lacking. But like, obviously, for when it comes down to crunch time for putting numbers on the board. As you can obviously see, the Denver Nuggets are definitely starting to run with, run away with them. Then um, comparing back to obviously the Lakers, yeah, they may have these key players and um, everyone putting up numbers. But like you mentioned, they need to look outside of their front five on the court. Then just look for everybody else throughout the entire entire roster
0: yeah yeah definitely so that's that's game one and two it goes to the the nuggets for now yeah uh, and they're they're showing up but the team that really surprised us from the get-go and we talked about this on our last episode on monday we were weren't able to do anything on wednesday yep. um just because of some scheduling and stuff like that personal issues but the heat because we talked about this play-in tournament and when it first came out i was really unsure i'm, I'm i'll Put myself on the line to say that i was very unsure about it i wasn't really sure you know do they really deserve to be getting this shot to make it into the playoffs i don't know uh, we're gonna have to see more from them on that aspect but the heat showed that they absolutely deserved to be in those playoffs mm-hmm. uh, not only did they make it out of the first round going against the number one seed in milwaukee but then they make it a, 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 you know out of the second round very easily against the knicks and it didn't look like they even tried no. and now handling business against the Celtics. And Jimmy Butler is him. He absolutely showed up. Uh, he did what he needed to do. He didn't put up a 50-piece like no. we expected, you know, as as we've seen time and time again. But the Heat run away with it on the road in game one, one 123 to 116. <sighs> I'm, I'm going to give you my advice, but don't take it unless you really feel com- confident in it. My advice would be just taking the over in this series. <laughs> That's what I did on on the first game was a little iffy on it, seeing how well they hit the over. I really think this is going to be an offensive battle the entire series long. So, personally, I'm going to try to hit the over on this series. Um, But, yeah, I I, I see Jimmy Butler going off the way he was. It just seemed like give him the ball and let him work was the game plan. He had 35 points. uh, And then we see Bam Adebayo really stepping up, 20 points, uh, 15-piece from Vincent, uh, another 15-piece from Struss. We see... Uh, Martin step in there with 15. Yep. Cody Zeller saw some, some time but didn't see much from him. That's one player that I want to see step in there a little more. Uh, and then Kyle Lowry coming off the bench uh, with 15 points. So just a really solid all-around where we talked about the Nuggets not seeing enough from their bench. We saw plenty from the bench here. 30 points off the bench uh, for the Heat. So I mean, they, they showed up and played amazing. Oh, yeah. uh, and then another player that we've talked about that needs to step up in key moments during the playoffs was Jason Tatum and I think he did that overall I don't think he played bad his field goal percentage could have improved I didn't yeah. see I didn't see smart shots coming from him but he still put up 30 points uh, and then Jalen Brown with 22 that was really the, the two leaders of the team as we expect Yep. Um, but I, I didn't think Boston played bad on offense. One sixteen is a pretty reasonable score. Oh, yeah. Their defense could not stay c- keep up with the Heat, though. No, the Heat were just making smart shots. Jimmy Butler didn't know how to miss. No, and that's pretty much what what won the game for.
1: Literally, Jimmy Butler doesn't miss often. Is what it feels like yeah. starting to look between any game of this year. Like have a game for Jimmy buckets. I mean, he he's called Jimmy buckets for a reason. You give the ball in his hands, and he's gonna put magic out, on the board. But like. Um, For the Boston Celtics, like you mentioned, putting up 116 points is still a good number to put up, but obviously at the end of the day it just needs to come down to getting the dub, but I mean – I'm I'm not really on the fence yet. If Boston were to go down again tonight, then I'm kinda getting a little bit skeptical. But I mean, it's the NBA playoffs. You still just like any playoff series, you really can't predict anything. Like anybody can put up a forty piece or a fifty piece. I shouldn't say anybody, but it's hard to put up ten points alone, just to have court time. But I mean, once you get out on the court then just in the zone, then if you get into foul trouble then that obviously helps you give them free points then yeah. on the baseline. But I mean, overall This is, in my honest opinion, just watching this NBA playoffs, and I'm not one to watch a a whole ton of basketball because I more really love love watching the NHL than obviously in the college football like we all obviously do. But, I mean, just in my opinion, this playoff standing, whether it was the NFL, NHL, NBA, or whatever the situation be, this is the most exciting I've I've been in the most watching for a postseason.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like this series a lot. And ultimately, if you're a Celtics fan, I think you do have to worry a little bit because – We've seen the Celtics in this playoffs they're just too mellow. Yeah, they are. I, I think they're sitting back too much and expecting to win the game rather than taking it. And they've made it this far because of some physical late series uh, showings. You know, when we see them against Philly, being able to take the last two to win that series, mm-hmm. uh, even though they were down and they were one game away from being taken away, taken out of it. Yeah. Uh, but then even in the first round, just not really seeing as much from them that you know they really should have. They should have won in maybe five games against the Hawks. Definitely. Uh, And at Philly, I expected that one to go six or seven. But if you're the the Celtics, you really want to lead that series rather than be coming from behind. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now having to come from behind again in this series. So I think you do worry a little bit, but it was only game one. Uh, The the, the worrisome part about that was that it was game one at home for the Celtics. Mm -hmm. uh, And so that's a tough one to lose. But other than that, I don't know. I, I look at how... The Celtics played again. Like I said, I don't think they had a horrible game. No, uh, it's just you have to expect a little more from them when you're coming out of the gates in this series. You have to uh, really show up and and expect to kind of get more of a feel on on defense and really getting that hand up in players' faces, Definitely. especially Jimmy Butler, because Jimmy Butler was hitting shots. You know, a, a quick turnaround and popping the ball up at mid range mm-hmm. without even seeing the basket no. and just. It, 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 there was there was nothing you could do to really stop him no. but keep the ball away from him that's the that's the best thing you can really do in this in this can, uh, scenario oh yeah definitely i mean I,
1: I think he's trying to let steph curry show up i mean obviously you see, you see steph curry pulling up these hail mary shots from half court or even behind half court then jimmy buck is honestly pulling his best steph curry right now and he's not even, i shouldn't say he's not caring but obviously he is but like when it comes to launching a three ball or whatever the situation be, and he's putting up the numbers, like Steph Curry might want to watch out because he might be coming up on a different version of the Splash Brothers with with the Heat.
0: Yeah, he was fifty percent from the three from the three point line too. So uh, I mean, that's that's really good in the NBA. Yeah, uh, that's that's tough to do. Uh, he was just under fifty percent on uh, field goal percentage overall. Uh, I feel like the first half was more where them. he was he was comfortable and really, yep. really showing up to play. Mm-hmm. Um, second half, it just seemed like everyone else stepped in and did their part to make sure that they win this game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, yeah, I mean, just an outstanding performance from the Heat overall, uh, and it really has been a lot of fun to be able to see them make it this far and do this well up to that point. Definitely. But they're not the only underdogs really showing up and doing the unheard of. Yeah. They're maybe the only underdogs showing up in the NBA, mm-hmm. but when we jump over to the NHL, we see an underdog team that is absolutely just shooting the lights out. Oh, I'm 100%. We've got the Florida Panthers, unexpected to even make the playoffs early on. We've talked about this in the past, but the Florida Panthers, on their journey to the playoffs, had to fight and claw their way there, and then jumping over into the playoffs they have to go against the number one seed one of the best teams to have ever done it in the regular season the boston bruins and and they had a phenomenal season and so for them going against the boston bruins in this series in the game the the first round that was really tough to hear for Mm -hmm. the panthers yeah Uh, that was tough for them to make it out but they made it out of that series in a game seven a very close uh, matchup there and in round two, they they handled business. Uh, they almost swept the Toronto Maple Leafs, who went on and finally got past the first round. And I don't know, like Blake, like Blake said, they were just on vacation down in Florida. <laughs> no uh, you know, they, they weren't paying attention to what they were doing on the ice because now the Panthers make it past that and pass, past them four to one in that series, completely dominating, going against another tough team. And I think statistically, I think the toughest team in this playoffs so far going against the Miami, or I keep Miami. on wanting to say Miami, <laughs> but going against the Carolina Hurricanes, and it, it's been absolutely insane to watch uh, them get to get this far, but now the Hurricanes, like I said, I think one of the toughest teams right now, if not the toughest team, and Florida handled business by a defensive game. Uh, they were showing a stat during this game that the for both teams, they were undefeated when scoring first in this entire playoffs this year, but it's changed now where now the hurricanes uh they have a loss on the on their their uh record after scoring the first goal Uh, they went up Mm -hmm. 1-0 very quickly but then in the second period it was all florida Mm uh going ahead two to one and kind of later on in the third period the hurricanes scored to tie up the game and they went into overtime but not just that Mm -hmm. four overtimes uh it just a crazy game i fell asleep i couldn't stay awake any longer
1: i mean you got two games for the price of one how what more can you really want to ask yeah. for like i've been in a situation where i've seen up to three overtimes here not here excuse me up in sioux falls back in the playoffs for sioux falls against sioux city we got to the arena at 6 30 and we got out of the arena at twelve thirty. and man that hour drive home felt like an eternity but i mean it's just one thing to make in a one overtime, but four? I mean, how much energy drinks do you guys have to drink <laughs> in the locker room or you have to do whatever the situation may be just get your mind right? But hats off to the Florida Panthers, you guys are proving everybody wrong. Like it doesn't matter what the situation be, whether you're down or whether you're up, then you can tie the game, then you gotta go into overtime, whether it's a marathon overtime or just single overtime. Like, you guys are definitely becoming easily the hottest team in the nhl right now like you can talk all you want about vegas or carolina or whatever the situation be but you guys have definitely shown all of us up and putting up the numbers that they are they're strong on the power play strong on the on the pk like i mentioned obviously before in previous episodes you're not going to have a perfect game and you're gonna you're gonna let a goal and a goal or two fall in here and there whether the situation be but you know i mean at the end of the day, like, you guys have just been all around lights out and just having the heck of a game right now, and even just going into the series.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's been incredible to watch them. It's mm-hmm. been it's been a lot of fun too, and they're they're one of those teams that, again, nobody expected them to make it here, and they're making the most out of it. Absolutely. They finally shaken whatever it was in the past that that kept them from being able to to handle business uh, in the playoffs, because uh, you know we can think of several times where they were expected to make it far, mm-hmm. and they lose, lose first or second round. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for them to make it to the game, you know, to, to be able to win your conference here, uh, it, you're you're putting. All the money in, uh, and and right now, honestly, they're playing with house money. Oh yeah, absolutely. nobody's going to be upset with the Florida Panthers for losing this game, this series. No. But they're not going to go down without a fight. No, absolutely uh, not. I, I think Kachuk, watching him, uh, you know, with with how he's been playing, they, they even had a power play that they almost killed. That was a five on, five on three. three. Yeah. So I mean, they, they were they played absolutely insane both goalies playing extremely oh, well too yeah. but the other matchup on the other side the one that i think beforehand i was more excited to watch until lot watching last night what happened with that game but uh, watching the go- the golden knights against the dallas stars that game's going to be on tonight uh, it's going to be a lot of fun it's going to be in vegas mm-hmm. uh, of course two high scoring teams but like i said i think the golden knights they have what it takes to be able to win this this series because you see them all throughout their season, especially towards the end of the season, leading into the playoffs and through the playoffs so far, handling business just by pl- playing your role. Mm-hmm. Each each player just just playing his role and doing what he has to do. Uh, and I haven't seen any other team do it the way that the Golden Knights have. Yeah. Uh, they did it against the Oilers and got past them, and now coming you know tonight going against the Stars. Uh, I, I really think the Golden Knights. They, I think they're going to take Game One. It's going to be at home, so I think it's going to be uh, a Game One. But I wouldn't be surprised to see them take it in five. But I think I'm I'm going to I'm going to expect them to take this series in six.
1: Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like for what I expect for the Golden Knights series, just in general, it's definitely, of course, as you know, you're going to see obviously a lot of shots. You're going to see a lot of strong offensive and defensive pushes. But the big thing is, it's going to be a defensive battle between obviously the goaltender and your defense up top like obviously you're going to be want to be communicating from the goalie's perspective up to your dmm whether you see something look off or like you see this backdoor guy and obviously your goalie is going to be talking to the defense or even your forwards doesn't matter what position you guys talk but obviously um it's definitely going to be a really really fun exciting series and looking at obviously for the dallas like for we've always talked about joe pavelski and seeing his tipping abilities second to none like obviously if you guys haven't seen joe pavelski's tipping puck tipping abilities go on youtube instagram or whatever the situation being what uh, what sort of um social media that you use to look up his videos like He'll take so much time out of his practice schedule just to practice tipping the puck in front of the net. Then mm-hmm. obviously, as you guys have seen, whether it's a rebound, just like I mentioned, a tip-in. Joe Pavelski's put up a lot of numbers in the postseason. doesn't matter what game in the series, but just overall he's putting up a lot of numbers. Mm-hmm. Then even looking on the um, the Vegas standpoint, obviously got Mark Stone, then all the rest of the team. Then um, it's, it's definitely going to be a fun one, to say the least. And I'm kind of going with seeing vegas pulling this off but i'm thinking this if it stays really stalemate i think this could definitely be something i see in game seven again yeah yeah i mean i we've seen a lot of game sevens already just in this I would, season
0: alone. i would love to see it because the more game sevens means more games that we get to watch exactly. and have fun with but yeah i mean we've we've talked about this several times if you're not watching the nhl playoffs Me uh and too. even the nba playoffs both playoffs have been extremely fun if you're not a fan of them let's say you're a football fan like we are that's okay guess what you're going to become a fan Mm -hmm. you're going to love uh watching it because of the competitiveness going on in these playoffs i really think that if you aren't a fan that you need to check it out because it's a lot of fun and you know what else is a lot of fun what it's a lot of fun betting on sports oh, yeah, uh, and i think the most fun way to do it is betting with your buddies oh yeah uh, you know, going on and I'm, I'm sure all of us at one point in time have maybe placed a uh, a little wager on a game with our buddies uh and you know competing against our friends is a lot of fun stuff mm-hmm. like that uh, but the best way to do it isn't just by doing it in person anymore no. because not only do you want to do it with your your own friends but you want to do it with people that are across the country yeah. you want to do it with people that you don't even know yet you want to join a community to do it and you know how you do that oh. you do it with brothrow brothrow is the greatest way to bet on sports with your friends mm-hmm. it's not a sports betting uh, it's not a sports book it is a sports community uh, sports betting community, I should say, yep. but you can go to brothrow. dot com slash rising two. That's b r o t h r o w. dot com slash rising t o. Go there to sign up, and guess what? It is absolutely 100% free to sign up. Who so go there, free? sign up, and whenever you do sign up using that uh, that link, which is really the only way you can do it right now, is by invitation. But you sign up for Brothrow, you'll be added into our betting group, so you, you can place bets, and maybe we'll accept it. Maybe we'll, we we we'll, maybe we want to bet against you. Uh, not only that, but you'll also see some of us put our own bets in there, and you can accept it. You can also go to the rest of the community, check it out, see who else is betting on what games, and guess what? You can find some suckers on there, I tell you what. Mm you know, I've been finding some guys that just don't really know what teams they're betting for or betting against, Uh, but you know what? It is the most fun way to bet on sports because you are betting directly against somebody else. All you do is you sign up absolutely free, and you only pay if you lose. And you pay by Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, however you want to to sign up and and do it. I think Venmo is the easiest. They've got a very good integration uh, to where you click on it and it takes you straight into Venmo. The rest of them you have to to kind of do it manually, but still very easy to use. Go check it out. It's brothrow.com and the only way by signing, the only way to sign up is by signing up by invitation and we are inviting you. So go and click on that link. We've got it down in the description and it's also right there on the bottom of the screen if you're watching. So brothrow.com slash rising TV and you can sign up today to bet against your friends, bet against other people uh, and it really is a lot of fun so share that link with your friends and go sign up with them, they're an amazing sponsor but they're also an amazing way to bet on sports uh, and guess what, it's also available in all 50 states Really? Yeah, so I mean because it's not a sports book so it's it's a lot of fun.
1: So you're telling me it's free and I could do it any state I want.
0: Any state you want because it's not sports betting on a sports book
1: what more can you ask for?
0: Exactly. So, you know, you don't have to worry anymore. You know, it's something that if you're in a state that doesn't allow sports betting on a sports book, Mm -hmm. you're still allowed to do it because you're just betting against other people. Yeah. Uh, And that's what makes it a lot of fun. Uh, It makes it, it makes it just a different aspect. You've got over-unders, you've got your, your spread, uh, you've got your money lines. Mm -hmm. Of course you can't do things like parlay and stuff like that, which is why we still like to use DraftKings over here for that kind of stuff. Right. But, as far as some of the simple bets and stuff like that why not why not try them out uh again you can use bro bro throw.com slash rising two uh it's a lot of fun and you can even find us on there and play some bets with us have some fun we'll be happy to accept it but you know what's been a lot of fun to watch is the pga oh man of course we we love golf we we love playing the game of golf And I sometimes like watching golf because it's just incredible. I think after playing the game, I realize how incredibly difficult it is to do what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But I think that's what makes it so frustrating to watch because you see these guys out there, some of the best of the best, uh, and they are just, absolutely killing it but one of the favorites i think to win uh you know i think this was one that a lot of people again are going to say rory mcelroy uh that was kind of one of the favorites right now i'm pulling this up and it looks like he's plus two right now uh and he's not quite through the second round right now uh you know that sucks i mean i could do way better than that i mean plus two i wish i could hit plus two on two holes um so (laughs) you know no it's it really is i mean these these guys are playing a very tough course too um so seeing what they're doing but uh, you know there was a few guys that i saw that i thought i'm I'm really liking their odds of course i think cam smith was one of them uh that i I really expected to do a little better and be up there in the top uh you know i I was kind of looking at maybe like a brooks kepka to have a really good showing i think he's really good in these major tournaments and stuff like that but uh a lot of the guys that I would have expected, I think there's only one in the top five,
1: really? and
0: that's Scotty Scheffler. He's at he's okay. tied for second place right now.
1: Is Rahm up there?
0: Uh, not currently. Uh, so in the top five, we've got Corey Connors, uh, and then tied for second is uh, Scotty Scheffler and then also Victor Ho- uh, Hovland, and which is another one that I, I, I really liked his odds, being able to see where he could go. I just didn't expect him to do as well as he's been doing. He's right. four under uh, through the first round and then 12 holes so uh he's one under and on this on those 12 holes uh so he's playing lights out uh of course corey connor's he's doing the best right now uh he's at six under Uh, scotty scheffler at four under um but then you've got uh keegan bradley sitting down there at fourth and then down at fifth place you've got justin sue which is another one that i didn't really see making up there and so uh you know i'm looking here at the top at the really the top 50 or something like that through here and there's a lot of guys that i would have expected to do better cam smith uh is is shooting plus four right now currently and this is live uh so i I really expected him to do a little better i want him to do a little better because i put a couple of wagers in on him uh so i'm really hoping he he improves and and excels in the the last couple of rounds that he's got going for him because he'll still have tomorrow and sunday so he's got some time to really improve that score a lot but uh, yeah i mean i'm just looking through here and uh yeah so he's he's sitting at plus four uh max homa sitting at plus three uh tommy fleetwood sitting at plus three so you know and jordan spieth also sitting at plus three wow there's just a lot of guys that you know you wouldn't expect to see him so far down on the charts um did you have any favorites going into this, this PGA tournament?
1: I kind of have McIlroy or even Speef coming into the tournament, but after you read those numbers off, man, they kind of hurt a little bit. Obviously, there's still a lot of golf to play. Um, hopefully, flip of the switch, have a great, great front and back nine. Then Hopefully something can definitely happen and change. Yeah,
0: yeah we've seen Max, or, or, you know, not Max Homa, but we've seen uh, John Rahm. Yeah, John uh, Rahm. We've seen him come out from behind and be able to work his way up and uh, take out Brooks Koepka and uh, in, in coming up. So uh, you know, you never know. There's there's a lot of things that could go wrong in golf that could cause the top guy to fall, and there's a lot of things that could go right for the bottom guy to rise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so yeah, there's there's a lot left, um, but. I don't know. I'm just looking through here. Uh, kept Koepka plus one. He's tied for 16th right now. Um, just a, a lot of guys that I, you know, the the recognizable names mm-hmm. that you expect to do a little better. Um, but so far, it's, it's it's all it's all very tight though. Right. Uh, of course, w- with your top three spots right now really pulling ahead right now, um, but. Like we said, a lot of golf to be played. Mm-hmm. We want to hear from you, though. Uh, who do you have winning at all? Did you place any wagers? We want to hear that down in the comments. So hit us up in the comments down below. Um, but I guess, did you have any other things to kind of bring out on the PGA?
1: I mean, I I wish I could just put a score out like they do. That's my <laughs> big thing. Like, their plus one is like my plus 21 is, yeah. is what it feels like. But every time I watch golf, of course, I love watching it. I've gotten more into it, obviously, since we started golfing a lot more. Then, um it just it just really makes you feel good to get back into something that I did a little bit when I was a little kid then of course when we're in high school stopped doing what you wanted to do cuz I didn't have time but now that, of course out of high school then now I have a little bit more free time on our hands then um, whenever we can get a game of 9 holes or even if we're lucky to we get 18 holes and it's always fun just to get back on the course whether we're in a golf cart or golf or just even with the the carrier, I mean, when we were at um, Green Valley, that was just even fun just to get out outside of yeah. the weather a little bit. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're big golfers. I think all of us, <laughs> us yeah. too. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun, but it's also a lot of fun to see them. But let's go on to some college softball because, as oh promised, boy. we wanted to fill out these brackets. Some of the games have been going on today. Uh, I'm missing Oklahoma playing right now. I'm going sure to make sure Yeah, I know. I should have. Uh, but like I said, I was running behind, just all kinds of stuff I was trying to get done today, oh, yeah. uh, working on baller bros and stuff like that. So, uh, just a lot <laughs> of stuff to get done. But. There is a lot of fun going on in college softball. We've mentioned college softball a lot on this show, and we've been recommending everybody else to check it out because there's so much going into it, and there's so much passion going into it. There's teams that you just you, you look at, and it's so fun to watch. Uh, teams like Florida State or Oklahoma. Uh, UCLA. This, yeah, this, yeah. UCLA is another one. Uh, just looking at how good they are. And seeing how, you know, how much effort they put into the game on, on every swing, on every throw, on every pitch, uh, just everything that goes into the game. It's a lot of fun. I think there's more, more excitement and a more passion and love for the game in college softball than a lot of sports. Oh, uh, and personally, I like softball. I, I think I like watching softball more than baseball. Uh, you know, I think college baseball and softball are very close together. i will just barely put softball ahead of them, again, just because I think I think it's more or less it's fun for me because I'm an Oklahoma fan, um, summer, and, you know, so, so it's more fun to watch them go on and keep on uh, going, but I'm expecting them to have a three-peat. Uh, I'll throw that out there. I know that's a look ahead, um, but I'm really expecting them to have a three-peat, uh, and I really like their odds, uh, but let's go through it. Uh, I'm, I got to pull up Blake and Britton. They weren't able to join us today. Blake should be back full time next on week. Yeah, so uh, be he was, he's been on vacation. Blake, I hope you're having fun, man. But let's get into this College World Series for women's softball. Uh, let's go ahead and start up in the top left of the bracket here in the regionals we're going to have the norman regionals uh where you have number number one oklahoma who's 51 and one Uh, they're going to be going against hosfra uh whoever that is and wherever they came from
1: i was that a big question like who
0: (laughs) yeah so uh i guess we'll start off with that one do you think oklahoma makes it past that to make it into into the next round
1: is that even a question? It
0: shouldn't be, but you know what? It's part of the brackets. So we've got to go through it. All
1: right. If it's a question I'm going to answer, Oklahoma's definitely going to steamroll this one.
0: And you know what? I think I'm just going to go ahead and save us some time and say that we all expected Oklahoma to make it past that and then some. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, and reasonably so. I think if anybody doesn't have Oklahoma winning the national championship. It's just because they're trying to maybe, uh, you know, add a little spice into it. I'm going to have to adjust this, so I apologize if there's some audio. Um, but yeah, I think Oklahoma wins that one pretty easily. And then we've got Missouri against Cal. Uh, again, I think some of these games have already gone on, and I, I'm just... Re- we're reading off what we had on the bra- bracket. We weren't able to get this done on Wednesday, so we're reading down what we've, we've got written down. Um, but do you have California or Missouri making it out of that one alive.
1: I have Missouri picking it out of that one.
0: All right. I like it. Uh, and then, yeah, I think so far it looks like we're all pretty much on the same same right. page here. I've got to keep on switching back and forth between that one and Britain uh, and, and uh, Blake's. And Blake, yeah. But, yeah, it looks like we all up to that the same. point. I guess let's just go ahead and jump to what we've got for the Super Regionals. Who do you have marked down on your on your Super Regionals up there in the top left?
1: Oh, jeez, man. Uh you said which one top left?
0: Yeah, so uh I think for I Britain had, he had Oklahoma and Clemson. Mm-hmm. Blake and I both have Oklahoma and Auburn.
1: I had Oklahoma and Auburn
0: as well. Oklahoma and Auburn. All right, I like that. And you know what? It's going to be a, for you Blake. <laughs> it's going to be really tough for both Auburn and Clemson on both sides because for Clemson, I think you got put into a very good bracket where if you can make it through that that regional uh that super regional right there. Mm-hmm. Man, it's going to be tough. But if you, I mean, it's kind of nice to be that 16 seed because you're not expected to do much. Uh, so for Clemson, I, I, really like that they're put there. I think, I, I think they have a good shot. But Auburn's looked really tough towards the end of the season. Yeah. I like the way that they look. They're 40 and 17 right now, uh, and they, they've just been on a, on a really good roll, barely losing there in the SEC. But let's go down on that one. Uh, for that one it was really tough for me uh i i wanted to take somebody to upset duke but i've got uh duke going against florida uh, i do have a little bit of an upset there in the in the top left of that one um but i've got i've got florida and duke going into the super regionals
1: i it's funny because obviously we each did this all separate we did it in the separate rooms whether obviously you're at home, I'm at home, and I had, this, I had, I had the same thing. I had Florida going against Duke.
0: Uh, Britain had Stanford and Duke, reasonable, really? uh, totally reasonable. Though. I think that's that's probably what most people would expect. Right. Uh, I just think, man, I think that that the SEC play is just tough enough to be able to pull that one out. Uh, so
1: Stanford's got a good record too. What yeah. forty and thirteen?
0: Forty and thirteen is right. what it shows. Uh, and then Blake, let's see here. Uh, he also has Stanford and Duke, uh, so reasonable. But I I like Florida coming out. You you said you had Florida yeah, as well. I have Florida as well. Awesome. Yeah. So I mean I I, I like that we kind of have that split up a little bit too. Uh, let's jump down one more. I do think Alabama looks really tough, so I'm taking Alabama. Um, but then. It was tough for me. I wanted to take maybe either like a Kentucky or Miami pulling it out in that one, but I think I'm just sticking with Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've got Northwestern going against Alabama and the Super Regionals down there.
1: That makes two of us. I have Bama, Roll Tide. Then I, I had the same. I had Northwestern competing with them.
0: Blake had the same as well. And then I've got to switch over to what Britain had. Britain had uh, Bama and Northwestern. Yeah, so it looks like we all, four have, for four again. We all have that one. Uh, so, yeah, it's... I don't know, Northwestern really impressed me with their their Big Ten championship. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that was a lot of fun to see that. Uh, jumping down, Texas A&M was another one that I had a really tough time with. Am I going to put them ahead? But I had Texas and uh, Tennessee going through. I think both of them are very tough. Indiana was another tough one for me, um, but I, I had it coming down to Indiana and Tennessee. Uh, so then I have Tennessee winning uh, to go against Texas in that round.
1: Are you sure you didn't sneak in my apartment and copy my bracket?
0: I did. Uh, I didn't want you to know. Now it makes
1: sense. I was wondering why my window was creeped open this morning. <laughs> but I had the same. I had Texas and Tennessee in, in into the Super Regions. And looking at both teams, this is definitely going to be a fun one, in my opinion. Obviously, both are swinging the bat really good. Obviously, having good offensive and defensive abilities, this is definitely going to be a fun one. Yeah,
0: Tennessee, very defensive-minded. Uh, Even looking
1: when they won the championship, yeah, line drive right back to the sky to the catcher, yeah. not catcher, but to the pitcher, excuse me, then didn't even phase or just caught it, then obviously you know how the rest goes. They're celebrated.
0: Yeah, that that side of the bracket I think is the most interesting. I think the winner of all that uh, probably steals it. Oh, 100%. Uh, just because I think that's the toughest side of the bracket. But you go to the other side, you do have a tough team in Florida State. Uh, let's just jump again to the Super Regionals. Uh, I did have Florida State and Georgia both making it uh Right there to the super regionals. That makes two of us.
1: Like I said, he jumped in my in my apartment last night. He just got my bracket. So. Blake
0: has the same. Uh, I'm having to switch back and forth between Blake and Britain here. It'd be a lot easier if they would have been able to join us. Yeah. Um, but understandable. Uh, let's see here. I'm not seeing where Britain has that side. Um,
1: you think he might have been undetermined to pick?
0: Let's see, so he had. I'm thinking he has this all screwed up. Really? <laughs> Jays. Let's see here. He's got – I don't see that. Okay, there it is. Okay, so he had – that's what threw me off. He has Boston University upsetting Georgia. Really? Uh, So he has Boston going against Purdue (laughs) in that side. So he's really throwing it off. I like the the upsets. I like where he's coming from. And Boston – I mean, I, I actually like that he picked Boston because they're, they're a team. I haven't seen much of Boston, so I don't really know. That's the only reason why I didn't pick them. Yeah. Uh, I've seen Georgia and Georgia's in the SEC, so I expect them to make it out alive. Uh, it was between them and Virginia Tech for me. But Boston is 51-8, and eight, which is an impressive record. Uh, and so the fact that they're not in the main seating is a little surprising. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if that just goes to Power 5 uh, schools or how that works. Um, but, yeah, I, I like that. Uh, let's jump down. Uh, to the next one, Britain has Arkansas and Oklahoma State uh, making it through on that one. I did have a little bit of a twist in this one. I had Notre Dame making it out alive. I think Notre Dame is tougher than what their schedule will show. Uh, So I I have Notre Dame and Oklahoma State going against each other in the Super Regionals there.
1: Okay, maybe all my lights were off last night because I had Arkansas, Oklahoma State in it, so you didn't completely copy my bracket.
0: Not completely. I had to switch it up a little bit to make it look like I wasn't cheating. Makes sense. Uh, it looks like now the truth. Blake down. has Arkansas and Oklahoma State. Uh, so uh, let's see here, yeah, Arkansas and Oklahoma State. It's tough trying to switch the, between three brackets. Just I should have, have sent bit. one of them to you so you can read yeah, one and I'll read did, the other. But, but obviously, we had time a little bit. <laughs> it's all good. So uh, let's jump down. I did have. Uh, Washington making it out alive uh, there and then I have LSU making it uh, as well so Washington LSU I feel like that was just an easy pick mm-hmm. uh, and it looks like Washington Louisiana from, from Blake uh, so he has Louisiana upsetting LSU I like that uh, and Britain has LSU and UCLA uh, so see I think he has this oh sorry I'm, I'm jumping it forward he has his written down wrong so uh, LSU Minnesota. Uh, he doesn't have it written down wrong. He just hasn't written down a little different okay. uh, than what we've got on here. So I like that. Uh, he's got Minnesota kind of sneaking out of there.
1: I'm going to flip the script a little bit. I had Louisiana and okay. I had the one that I never heard of. The at first I was saying it wrong. Then you correct me. McNeese. Yeah. McNeese or however you want to pronounce it. But I flipped the script. That was the one one that I had completely different.
0: All right. And then what do you have for the bottom?
1: The bottom, I have Baylor making it out and I'm going having them going against UCLA.
0: I like it. Yeah, Britain has Baylor and UCLA as well. It was really tough for me. I think Baylor is they've they've got to make it through yeah they and so i do, do. have baylor uh, winning up there and then ucla i think is just the easier pick and uh, so that's why i went there uh and blake i'm assuming takes this oh, okay so he goes utah ucla really? okay so i mean i, I think that's reasonable uh yeah. they they were tough and they were able to beat ucla in the first time the the first uh go around but man that would be a really fun matchup to see that that second second uh second try for ucla to redeem themselves after losing in the pac-12 championship game Mm -hmm. but yeah that's going to be a lot of fun and then uh let's go pretty much to the 18 bracket uh who do you have winning in the super regionals uh to to go on i'm gonna say let's let's start up in the top top left i guess uh and kind of work work our way through that
1: i have boomer sooner oklahoma baby three p time
0: yeah, I've got Oklahoma as well. I think everyone has Oklahoma, so I guess I'll save our, our time on that one. <laughs> uh jumping down one. Uh I personally picked Duke. Uh, I think Duke has surprised me. Uh it was tough between Duke and Florida State. Yeah. Uh, making it through on that. But I was
1: really back and forth between that one as well. Yeah,
0: so so Duke makes it makes it through on, on that one.
1: Yeah. We're two for Duke.
0: Uh, and it looks like let's see here. We've got Stanford coming out for Blake. Oh. Uh, and then Britain, he has got to switch back up to that one now. He has Duke as well. So Oklahoma on Duke. Okay. Uh, so I think that makes three of us for Oklahoma Duke. Yep. Um, Britain had on the next one down, make sure that I'm on the right one here now. So he's got Northwestern going against Texas. What did you have on that one?
1: I had Bama going against Texas. I, excuse me, Bama going against Tennessee.
0: All right, I have uh, Tennessee. uh, My file deleted on me, so I didn't have this one saved. Oh, geez. But I do believe I had Northwestern and Tennessee. So uh, it's going to be a tough... I don't know. That's really hard for me to pick anyone there, but I'm I'm taking Northwestern against Tennessee on that one. Okay. Uh, and then it looks like Blake switch back over to him um, because this is a lot of fun. He has Northwestern Tennessee, okay. so uh, I like the I like the love for Tennessee here. Uh, let's jump up to the top right. Who do you got over there?
1: I had Georgia and Arkansas.
0: Okay, um, I've got Florida State and. Again, I'm trying to go off memory here to remember who I had through here. Uh, so, I actually had Florida State, Oklahoma State. Okay. So, Florida State, o- State. Oklahoma State. I like that one. Uh, let's see. Florida State, Oklahoma State for Blake as well. And Britain, I believe, was the same. He had uh, – I can't read his handwriting here. Purdue, <laughs> Oklahoma State. So, he has wow. Purdue making it that far. Wow. Uh, all right. And then on the bottom part of that, Britain has LSU, UCLA. Who do you have down there?
1: I had Louisiana, and UCLA. All right,
0: yeah, I like I like UCLA down there, uh, and then LSU making it out alive. Uh, so I think yeah, Brittany and I actually had had that on the on the same there. Okay, uh, and it looks like Blake uh, has Washington, UCLA. Wow. So man, that's a, a lot to this is bounce be between. But coming up to there, uh, let's just go with it. Who do you have as your national champion after all of this? Three Pete, baby. We're picking with the Boomer Sooners. I think that's a wash across the board. We yeah. all have Oklahoma winning it. Uh, this would have been a lot, a lot easier and a lot more fun to just have everybody on here and talking. But, uh, you know, w- when you, we look at Oklahoma and the way they've been able to do it, again, going 51 and 1, I just don't know how you slow them down because when they go up to hit, they're not swinging at these balls with just an idea that I can put it out to the maybe midfield right. uh, or anything like that. They're not trying to place it, you know, on, on one line or the other, they're going for either a dinger or nothing. Exactly. Uh, and, and, and the ball placement has been insane for them. And then on the defense, you have girls like Grace Lyons, uh, who is amazing on shortstop has to be probably the best shortstop uh, in the nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way that she's been able to play, and, of course, you've got Jada Coleman on the backfield and, or in the outfield. Uh, and then, you know, of course, at pitcher, you can't go wrong. You've got starocco and Jordy Ball who you can jump back between. Uh, and then, of course, you've got May to be able to step in there and do what she can do. But then, you know, whenever you, you talk about hitters, of course, you got Jada Coleman doing what she can do. Riley, Riley Boone is incredibly fast. She's probably the best at bunting yeah. that I've ever seen. As, as long as you see it hit the ground she's probably making it to first. Oh, to <laughs> So it's just, it's crazy, yeah. uh, you know, watching her. Uh, and then Haley Lee, uh, she was actually the big 12 pl- championship player, player uh, you know, player of, of the, the entire championship yeah. uh, series there. Uh, the way that she's been able to do it, uh, transferring in, she's she's been outstanding mm-hmm. and an offensive player that she's, she's got an incredible rate of getting uh, RBI uh, and, and being able to put it out in yeah. uh, deep in the outfield or hitting a dinger yeah so it's it's been incredible to see how high they're able to score and how tough their defense is able to to play
1: i want to put you on the spot josh if you didn't have to pick oklahoma and of course i want obviously all of us we want to hear from you guys who do you think is going to win obviously the softball championship but if you had to pick one team outside of all of us saying oklahoma to win the national championship who would
0: you pick if I'm picking based off who I think could win, uh, I actually have UCLA and Oklahoma meeting. Uh, I really want to see that matchup again because mm-hmm. it's kind of bitter between Oklahoma and UCLA after they were kind of talking smack when they didn't deserve to. Yeah, uh, And so I'd love to see UCLA making it back to that point where we can smack them down again. but. If I had to pick another team, I think UCLA uh, okay. shows to be one of the toughest. And Britain had Oklahoma State uh, going against Oklahoma. So a little really? bedlam going on wow. in, the, in the championship game there. So that'd be a lot of fun, too.
1: That definitely would. And you beat me to the punch. I had UCLA as well. That If I didn't pick UCLA, I'd like to see Rocky Top Tennessee making it. Just not because I have to sing, but um, I i'd like to see tennessee with what they've came through and obviously playing really strong on both sides of the ball then it's definitely going to be fun
0: yeah yeah i mean watching a an oklahoma versus tennessee will be a really, that fun, would match be really fun two very tough teams 100 but uh, yeah i mean a, another another series that i think is going to be a lot of fun uh we're also going to have to get into the, the college baseball world series here oh, very man. soon and we're really hoping that that shapes up and not only that but we might have a little bit of excitement if we can get somebody to come up for the College World Series. Don't tell not me. Going, not going to say anything yet because I'm really hoping to get somebody up. Are we keeping uh, for, a spoiler? Uh, of course, Blake. Um, but, oh, okay. But but we're we're trying to get somebody a little a little more. I guess special outside of the show uh, than Blake. So we're really trying to get some fun content being put together uh, outside uh, for the college world series. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and then of course we've got college football season coming up next week. Make sure to join us on Monday evening, Monday we should be on at six thirty, as long as everything goes to plan. We'll have everybody back uh, with us. We should have Blake on at least uh, to be able to help us out. And we're going to have to dive into sec. We're going to have to talk about ACC big 12, Uh, We already talked about the Big Ten. Uh, What other Power Five? SEC. SEC, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to have to talk about all of these uh, and so much more. We're going to have to talk about a lot going into uh, college football season here very soon. It's Mm -hmm. been been a long off-season, but we're getting closer and closer. And whenever it does get to, to college football season, we've got a lot of fun content planned for you guys there. So, again, we thank you all so much for your love, for your support, for... For watching, for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button too. Uh, and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, give us a five star review. We appreciate all of your support. And we just ask that you go and check us out on social media. Uh, huge shout out to Jackson too. We've got an intern that's been helping us out. The first time that we've been having an intern on this show, he's a belly up intern that we were able to to find him and interview him and talk with him a little bit mm-hmm. uh, and get him on. He's been doing an absolutely amazing job with our social media. So go check us out on social media and see all the hard work that he's been putting in, uh, between making some short videos, uh, putting out some great graphics for the different score outcomes. And, uh, he's, he's even thrown out some new ideas and stuff like that too. So, uh, we are just really appreciate everything he's been doing. Uh, so just show him some love by going and liking all of our pages on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, so Good again, job, TikTok. we, thank you all for your great and your loving support and until next time